Hello, this is Brighter Evening, a podcast where we discuss fun, food, and ideas to make the world brighter. Good evening. My name is Josh, and this is Brighter Evening. Van Morrison had a famous hit, which I think most people have heard, called Brown Eyed Girl. One of his less well-known songs is a song called He Ain't Give You None. And in it, one of the main hooks is, I give you my jelly donut, he ain't give you none. Van Morrison's an Irish guy, and he's singing about donuts. And tonight, we're going to talk about donuts. This isn't one of my regular, well-researched, or ones I spent a lot of time thinking about. What really inspired this was a conversation I had recently. I found out that, as it turns out, most people don't know some key things about donuts, or at least most people around me. And so I thought I'd just throw some of this information out here. So the first thing, the thing that kind of kicked this all off, is the fact that there are two main families of donuts. There's yeast and there's cake donuts. Uh, And if you want to think about what those are, um, 7-Eleven or Krispy Kreme donuts, like the the glazed ones you get, the ones they sell at Albertsons, those are your typical um, yeast donuts. And cake donuts are what you would typically find inside of a, uh, say, a Dunkin' Donuts, right? Those are your your ones that have, uh, you know, they're chocolate with chocolate icing. Those are your powder donuts. Different toppings go better on one donut versus the other. Um, the donuts are mostly mostly the same, uh, what's used in them. The difference in a yeast donut is that um, it's going to use uh, uh, flour that has a little bit higher gluten content, right? It's got a little bit more um, flour protein in it or, or uh, wheat protein. And so that gluten content um, makes it a little bit stretchier. And then yeast... Uh, will cause carbon dioxide to bubble, right, as it eats sugars and things that it finds in there, and that causes it to rise up. This is the same exact process that's used in making bread. Cake donuts, on the other hand, use a lower gluten content, and they're going to include some kind of shortening or oil in it, and they're going to be chemically leavened. So um, think about the reaction of baking soda and vinegar. It's like that, but with baking powder, which is uh, baking soda with a different type of acid in it. So it, again, it causes carbon dioxide to, to bubble up, and that's that's your leavening. Um, there's a lot of different little pieces that go into what the final donut looks like. It's the type of flour used, like I just mentioned, how it's leavened, um, the type and amount of sugar, uh, other things that may be present in there, like apple cider, which we'll talk about in a second, um, You know how much eggs you use, if it's egg whites versus whites plus yolks, the amount of water, the amount of shortening, any other solids that are in there. All that stuff can uh, affect the texture and quality of donuts. And if you go into these different types of donuts, you'll find different things. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my preferences with donuts. Um, one of the one of the things I really like is just the, the classic glazed donut, a yeast donut. Um, for me, there are two really great ways to have those. One is the classic glazed donut that's just glazed. Another is glazed, and then they dip the top of it in chocolate. I think both of those are just fantastic and really tasty. Um, When it comes to cake donuts, I like chocolate cake donuts where the the batter is actually chocolate. I like um, 
the powdered donuts. There's a few different types of powdered donuts that are common. The two that I normally see, I'm sure that there are others out there, but the two that are common are uh, powdered sugar and powdered cinnamon sugar. All right, both of those are great. Once you get beyond that, you start getting into these different things, right? You have filled donuts. So a filled donut, rather than cutting a hole in the middle, they bake the same thing, and then they take the nozzle from from one of those uh, baking squirter things, they poke it into the side, and they squirt something inside. So in the case of a jelly donut, it's some kind of a jelly. Krispy Kreme's got a great raspberry jelly donut. It's, it's made that way. Um, you might also th- see things like Boston cream pro- uh Donuts, right? Where they'll they'll dip the top in chocolate and they'll put some kind of a cream in there. Uh, their Boston cream. Uh, it's, a, it's a tasty donut. It's one I, I can't really eat too much anymore, or don't really eat at all because of the the dairy content. Dairy is something I can't have. I I'd really like to at some point talk about how how you can avoid dairy in your life and and uh, some of the good substitutes that are out there because it's something that by force I've uh, I've had to figure out over the last so many years. Um, other stuff that you can get in donuts, um, you start getting into these, you know, different sorts of toppings like, uh, peanuts, chocolate syrup, uh, caramel, right? If, if you go online, there's a version of the game 2048 that's made with donuts and you're combining, or with cupcakes, actually, you combine the cupcakes and then you get, you know, more and more calories, which are your points. And everything that's in, uh, the cupcake version of 2048 I've seen is like a donut topping. Probably the most interesting specialty donut was the cronut, which if you don't remember that, it, it made the news for a little while when a bakery in New York came up with it. It's croissant dough that's been deep fried like a donut. Now, I've never had the original, and I'd like to, um, but up in, um, uh, that because that, it's up in New York, and I haven't, haven't had a chance to get in that line, but one of the local grocery stores in this area actually was carrying cronuts for a while. Certainly not going to be the same quality as a as a high end bakery, but they were pretty good. They're very light and flaky, um, still like a good yeast donut flavor to them. You know, you get that that butter in there. I'm sure that that kind of helps uh, play into the flavor. But you kind of it's got this thing you can kind of peel it apart, and in a in a way that's a little bit different to how a croissant peels apart. It was very good. Um, so. One other uh, category is like these other specialty donuts, and I, I kind of think of these as, as sort of specialty donut shops. So one option or one type of specialty donut shop is Apple Farms, uh, at least in this area, and I know in some other areas. If you go to some kind of an Apple Farm, one of the things that they're going to have on the menu, you know, when you go to a little shop or as you're picking up your apples, are going to be apple cider donuts. Apple cider donuts are a type of cake donut where they've included apple cider in the batter. And by doing that, you get a donut that's a little bit uh, denser and a little bit sweeter. It's got a bit of a different texture. Depending what you like out of donuts, you might love them. Personally, for me, they they don't move the donut in the direction I like. Um, so, you know, if you're an apple cider donut fan, I apologize uh, that I can't share with you that uh, that level of enjoyment. Uh, I've also found that in in the Northeast or Mid Atlantic East, there are a number of kind of specialty donut shops that are popping up that are um, a certain variety, a certain style that's pretty interesting. Uh, 
the one that I've seen kind of going through the area there is uh, Duck Donuts, which started in Duck, North Carolina. And so they have all kinds of duck-themed stuff. But there's others that are similar. What they do is they take um, cake donuts, and then they give you sort of a sort of like you might do in a Chipotle-type restaurant. That kind of idea where you say, I want A, B, and C. And so they have these three categories. The first category is like uh, your, your sort of like sticky stuff. And then you have the stuff that sticks on top, and then you'll have a drizzle. So, for example, the sticky stuff might be chocolate of some kind or caramel, and then you put nuts on it and crushed Oreos. And then at the very end, you could put on, uh, you know, a chocolate drizzle or something. There, There's different varieties of this. And so you go through and you pick what you want. And it's fun because you can go in and customize your donut, but it's also frustrating because there's an unlimited combination of donuts that you could try. So if you go in there, you know, you're going to pick, uh, have to probably want to pick one or two that are the pre-made ones because you know those are going to be good. They'll have a name for it, you know. Blueberry Hill is going to use like you know blueberry and uh, powdered sugar or something. Those are those are great shops, um, and if you can find a place that does a good maple bacon, uh, which Duck Donuts is one of them, you'll really enjoy it. Um, if, I mean, assuming you're the kind of person that likes likes bacon, likes breakfast foods, it's a pretty decadent treat. What what it is is it's um, a maple frosting on the top. And then bacon. The one at Duck Donuts, which I recently got a chance to eat, uses a fairly thick cut of bacon that's a little bit chewy. It's not crispy like uh, like I normally cook bacon for breakfast. And uh, it, it's it's a perfect mix, right? You get that kind of salty chewiness with the sweetness of the maple. You get the donut under it. It's nice. It's served nice and warm. Uh, it's a it's a really great mix. So those are some of the the kind of specialty donut shops I've seen lately. Um, of course, Krispy Kreme is the you know the the donut shop. I if you're going to try one donut coming to the United States, that's one to try. I think you know, having tried donuts elsewhere out of curiosity, tried them in other countries. I would say donuts are something the United States does better than anyone else. Now, I haven't tried donuts in every country, so maybe there's some great ones out there. But there are some great donut shops. If you go out to the West Coast, um, say in the you know Sacramento area. You go around, there's a bunch of donut shops that are run by uh, Cambodian families, and they have really fantastic donuts. They serve them in these boxes, and they've got funny names, you know. Um, you can go in there, and, and they're kind of your traditional donuts, right? They're, they'll have yeast donuts, love cake donuts. It's sort of like what you'd find in Dunkin' Donuts, but to be honest, I don't think that the quality of donuts at Dunkin' Donuts is quite where it could be. I think that these independent donut shops in California do a much better job with their donut production than Dunkin' Donuts does. That said, I do enjoy Dunkin' Donuts as well. Um, you know, it, it's like anything with donuts. It's a treat. It's not something I'm going to have every day or every week. But there are times, you know, you might want to roll in, pick up one or two donuts and, and eat them or, or enjoy them as part of something. I think uh, last time I had Dunkin' Donuts was around Christmas time, so a couple months ago. We went in to uh, go see a kind of drive around and see some Christmas lights, and there was a Dunkin' Donuts nearby. We picked up a few donuts. It was good. I, I think, you know, the big thing at Dunkin' Donuts is they've got a, a pretty decent powder donut. Um, Dunkin' Donuts is, of course, huge in the Northeast. Like in Massachusetts, New England area, but not Massachusetts in particular, there's Dunkin' Donuts every, every time you turn around, right? It's like Starbucks <laughs> kind of has that reputation. I think Dunkin' Donuts had it first. 
And um, talking to people in the in the Boston area, I've found that if you talk about the quality of the donuts in Dunkin' Donuts, they think it you're, you're kind of missing the point, right? They see Dunkin' Donuts as a, a place to go buy coffee that happens to carry donuts. I don't know. I still remember the time to make the donut, make the coffee ads, I guess. But you know, for me, Dunkin' Donuts is a place to go buy donuts and donut holes. Donut holes are an interesting story because donut holes started out as, you know, there's some extra pieces of dough from the the thing that they used to cut the donuts out. And so they took those extra pieces and fried them up and started selling them. And then people really liked them, right? They became a novelty item. And so now donut holes are a thing, right? Tim Hortons, uh, which you can find in, you know, the, the northern part of the Midwest, like in, say, Michigan, you might be able to find them. But all over the place in Canada, they sell Timbits. Uh, you can find donut holes in uh, in uh, Dunkin' Donuts under the name Munchkins. And then a lot of the smaller donut shops and chains that I've been to also will carry them, sometimes with a special name, sometimes without it. Uh, donut holes can be kind of fun, right, because you can get a whole bunch of them. Right? That's, the, that's the thing with the Munchkins, right? They're sold, sold in that little... Uh, box at Dunkin' Donuts, and so you get like, you know, 30 of them, and it's five different flavors, and, you know, everyone can, you're a kid, right, you, you want to get all of them, and you trade them around, and then you have all the plain ones left at the end that no one wants to eat, because, you know, why eat a plain donut? And, uh, and you can get, you know, plain donuts anywhere. I, I, I guess if you're the sort of person who likes to dip your donuts in coffee, that's uh, that's probably why you like plain donuts, or, you know, you want to dip it in hot chocolate or whatever. Um I like I like donuts for them, you know, for their own thing. So, for me, there's nothing better than like just some almond milk with it, you know, something kind of cold like that. If I could drink regular milk, I would drink that with it. Um, just you know, just the the pure experience of the donut is good enough for me. Um, Krispy Kreme donuts started in uh, Winston Salem, in North Carolina, in 1937. And the original, the the story is that the original recipe uh, was purchased by the founder of Krispy Kreme from a New Orleans French chef, and they of course got it locked away, right? It's it's like the eleven herbs and spices of KFC or the secret recipe for Coca Cola, right? It's a it's a corporate secret and they protect it. No one's quite sure what's in it, but one thing's for sure: if you've ever been to a Krispy Kreme, when the light is on, and you get the you get the donuts as they're coming out and they're hot. They are hands down the most delicious donuts you're going to try. Um, I, and I say this, you know, I've tried local donut places and, you know, duck donuts and these different, different things. I've even, I've even had voodoo donuts, although they weren't fresh. Uh, voodoo donuts come from, uh, from Portland. Um, you know, I, I had them, if, I guess, a few hours from when they were in the shop. Even those don't, don't quite hold up to what a fresh, hot, glazed Krispy Kreme donut is. Um, and now this is this is an interesting thing to me because I've talked to some people recently who've had Krispy Kreme donuts but they've never had them hot. And man, it, it's it's amazing to me because that is a very different experience, right? If you get regular Krispy Kreme donuts out of the store or someone picked them up and you got them an hour or two later, by then they've cooled down and they're going to be good donuts, but they're not going to be better than like 7-Eleven's donuts. In fact, sometimes I wonder if 7-Eleven is selling Krispy Kreme donuts in some locations. Maybe they are. But when you get them hot, right, you got that oil in there, 
it, it's hot. You've got, you know, even the air inside the donut's hot. When you bite into it, it's so light and so fluffy and sweet. I even one time had this this thing, and I don't know if this this will sound as good as it tasted, but there's like a little pocket of the oil that it fried in that was in there, and I, I could just kind of taste that as I bit into it, and it was just amazingly good, right? It's cooked in that, uh, you know, it's got the shortening in it, and it just, it's, it's an experience. I took a friend there once who'd, you know, it was first time in the United States, and one of the things I said we had to try was Krispy Kreme. He was pretty skeptical. You know, I was telling him some stories and things. He's very skeptical that it was going to be worth eating this donut. But I took him there. We got the donuts, and he's a guy that's pretty stoic usually, right? So we take out the box. He takes his first bite. His eyes get really wide, like a expression of true surprise because he couldn't believe what he was tasting like it was way beyond his expectations his eyes got really wide and he got a big smile on his face and then he tried to you know put the smile away right come back to neutral expression he just couldn't do it he was his my you know he was he was experiencing something he 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 couldn't really have expected even though i'd told him all these stories right like yeah you know i had this guy i knew in high school who told the paper this when a crispy cream opened in town you know, nothing had prepared him for it. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, that's, that's always one of my favorite stories about Krispy Kreme is you take someone there for the first time, in this case, this friend of mine, and he tried it and it blew his mind. You know, it just, it made him so happy. Um, I will say this too about Krispy Kreme. If you're going to eat donuts and you're worried about your weight, Krispy Kreme are probably the donuts to get because despite the fact that they're fried in oil and they're super delicious and sugary, they are the lower calorie donut out there because they're just a glazed donut and they're pretty light. The big problem is they're really tasty and it's easy to eat a whole bunch of them if you sit down. <laughs> you know, you eat three or four and all of a sudden you're sick to your stomach because you've eaten too much sugar. Um, so that that's, you know, that's kind of it with Krispy Kreme. I, I think Krispy Kreme's fantastic. I think a lot of these donut shops, shops are fantastic. Um, there's um, there's a lot of variants of things that are like donuts from different countries. Um, like I said, I've I've eaten donuts abroad just to kind of get an idea, and you know even in places with uh, a, a history of pastries, you know I just don't think they do it as well, and and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I wouldn't expect them to, if, especially if they have a a great history of pastries in their country, their pastries that that are from their culture are going to be amazing. And if they're going to copy the pastry from the American culture, they're probably not going to get it quite right. Now, it's something I've done on, on trips before, you know, order something very quintessentially American when I'm definitely not in the United States, because I want to see how they're going to mess it up. That, that in and of itself is an interesting thing to me. Right. I once ordered pancakes with syrup at a hotel in India as their own business because I wanted to see what would come out. Because I knew that you know, pancakes weren't their thing. And all the people working there were Indian, so chances are the you know chefs from, from India don't have a, a reference point, right? They haven't gone to IHOP. They haven't grown up with, you know, grandma making pancakes on Saturday morning and, you know, pancake breakfasts and late night pancake runs and all the, you know, stuff that pancakes are associated with in the United States, right? It's early Saturday morning when you're a kid, it's a special day if you get to go to the, the pancake house or you go to Denny's or something. So it was fun to see. 
they got it mostly right, right? They they had uh, cooked them up pretty well. It was a reasonable batter. It wasn't the best batter. It wasn't the worst. They are cooked through properly, but they did mess something up, right? They didn't serve it with syrup on the side so I could use as much as I want and, you know, uh, you know, dip it in there and keep, keep the donut kind of intact. Instead, they drizzled it on like you do on a dessert. And, of course, immediately it soaked in. So by the time I got it, I could see where the syrup was. It, it was just an interesting little thing. For me, for me that's fun. And so when I when I order something like a donut abroad or buy a donut abroad, that's really my what my motivation is. It's to to see something interesting. So, um, it, it, like I said, I haven't found a place that's done it as well um, in the in the places I've been to. But you know, there are two hundred and some countries in the in the world, depending on who you ask and how you count it. Probably around two hundred and ten, two hundred and twenty. And you know, I haven't I haven't been to all of them. I haven't been to close to all of them. And so I don't know. Maybe there's some places that are amazing. Um, the name Donut appears to have a, a pretty blurry history. Um, it sounds like it probably came to New York by way, like through um, the Dutch settlers that were there. Um, but you know, it it's pretty hard to pretty hard to track down if you look at the wikipedia discussion of it um it talks about you know 1939 world's fair is when donuts started being spelled d-o-n-u-t or at least sometime around there um you know that uh there was a short story from 1808 i'm just kind (laughs) of looking at it again now because i was curious about some of this stuff describing it um you know the the nut might refer to the donut hole, and the you know traditional sp- spelling is, is the word dough, like bread dough, but the the typical spelling we use now isn't. Anyways, it it's interesting, right? Because it it seems like it came from uh, Dutch settlers, and like I said, New York, and they called it essentially oily cake. I'm not gonna attempt to pronounce a Dutch word. I don't know any Dutch, unfortunately, so I don't even know how to start. It looks like it's it's something like uh, oily coke, but boy, I don't know. Um, if you speak Dutch, send me an email and let me know the right way to pronounce it. Um, it seems like that's that's where they came from in the United States. But like many things, it's had a chance to evolve and, and become its own thing and have its own traditions over the last few hundred years. Uh, and, and that's something that I think is really cool. Um a lot of times you look back and you say, well, you know, this thing came from that country or that came from that. We look at different cultures and people mixing things together. I think the idea of, uh, of mixing these things together and letting them evolve and develop their own culture is, is a wonderful thing. It's, it's a way for uh, people to express themselves, in, in this case, in a culinary way. It's a way for culture to develop and, and new foods to be created and new traditions. And those traditions and those foods are, are kind of a fun thing. It's, it's what gives you that variety and that spice of life as you go to different places, talk to different people, and, and see the world. So I, I will never tell you that uh, you know one country is uh, culinarily 100% better than any other country because I think everyone's got something to offer. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to say that, uh, there's some kind of like cultural magic that makes a place stand out in, in such a way that only they can be great because I think there's greatness to be had everywhere. 
But I will tell you that there are things that I really like about different places, right? And liking something more than something else, it's a, it can be a celebration of what's great about that place. I think we're all too willing in the United States to say, well, you know, these other cultures are less uh, mass-produced and less commoditized or something like that, particularly if it's coming from a much smaller country where they don't have the ability to to have a, you know, to touch 320 million people. But that, I think that's selling, selling the United States short. I think in reality, we've developed some amazing things and there's some things we do really well. That doesn't mean it's everything, right? I mean, you're, you're not going to get better baguettes in, in a corner shop in the United States than you are in a corner shop in France, right? You're, not going to get your, you know, absolute best uh, Chinese food in, you know, some random Chinese restaurant in a small town. There are definitely places where you can get great Chinese food and places you can get great baguettes and, and great whatever. But just because we don't, we don't have the perfect stuff there doesn't mean we don't have stuff that, that is really good. And I think donuts are one of them. I think barbecue is another and maybe I'll talk about barbecue another time and the things I've learned about it. I'm no certainly no expert today on barbecue, but uh I I do thoroughly enjoy it and know know enough to uh to talk about some of the different styles and stuff and that that exist in the United States and in other places. Um so this hopefully has been an, an interesting walk through the world of donuts, um and donut holes and rings and just some some stories I've got and some of my thoughts about what makes them good. Um, I, I really think it's a, you know, it's a fun thing to, to try to experiment a little bit and try them. Of course, you got to be careful. You don't want to eat too many donuts. It's not, they're not good for you, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a treat every now and again. I appreciate you listening and I hope you have a fantastic evening. My name is Josh. Thank you for listening to Brighter Evening. I hope I've made your evening brighter. You can subscribe to us by RSS on Google or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you get your podcasts. For more information on the show or this episode, please visit brightervening.com.